Welcome to the Fit Vegan Body Podcast with your host, Aaron Cattell, the vegan coach. The point of this podcast is to give you an in-depth but practical approach when it comes to losing weight, being healthy, or gaining muscle on a vegan or plant-based diet. We will have guests every single week to help clear up any confusion and make sure that you are 100% confident in your choice of your lifestyle. Hey guys, so welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Body. Today we are interviewing Chrissy from the Vegan Tuck, Tuck Box. Chrissy, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Um, obviously, I found out about you by actually ordering one of your tuck boxes and it was yeah. amazing. It's like changed my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think first off, let's talk not about Vegan Tuck Box. Let's talk about mm-hmm. your own journey I suppose to being vegan and you know what things you've come up against and I guess why you're doing it in the first place so yeah let's just hear your story okay well I've been vegan a very long time um 31 years (laughs) I was quite young when I went vegan (laughs) I have to add in case you think I'm really old (laughs) um yeah I was a teenager Uh, I was vegetarian first and um, it was because of the animals yeah. Um, I always loved animals and I didn't like the idea of eating them. Um, my best friend became vegetarian, so I, I was inspired by her. And then I just, I'm not quite sure how I heard about it, but I became aware of um, the cruelty of the dairy industry in particular and how the cows are taken away from the mothers at birth and killed. And I felt that it was hypocritical to continue eating them. Um, animal products so I thought I will try going vegan for a month just to see if I can do it Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been vegan ever since (laughs) 31 years later Um, so so you kind of just went cold turkey I suppose a cold vegan turkey Um, but I think having the goal of just doing it for a month um, made it more psychologically manageable yeah, see it's not I mean. like a yeah, yeah. It's not like a life change just yet. It's kind of like let's try yeah. it, see what happens. Try it and see, yeah. But I guess it's not completely cold turkey because um, I was vegetarian first, and I think yeah, that's that's the normal route, especially in those days. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, how did you actually learn about the dairy industry? Because thirty-one years ago, we didn't have social media, we didn't have much internet access. So, like, how did you learn about it? Because I mean, now it's I so think- easy to look it up. Yeah, I don't really, it, I, I guess I just, um, my mum was in the Green Party, so I mixed with those type of people. I, I honestly can't remember, really. I don't remember there ever being a light bulb moment. Yeah. Um, I just remember, yeah, thinking about it. Okay, that's quite interesting, because I think yeah. it's so easy to see it now, and I think people that say they aren't aware of it is almost like selective ignorance, I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, back then, yeah. Like, you don't even know what's happening. Yeah, some people just don't think. I mean, one thing I definitely wasn't aware of until I went vegan was the environmental aspect, which yeah. is very publicised now, but people just didn't know about it at the time. And then after I went vegan, I read a book by Kath Clements. Um, I've forgotten the name of the book now, but it's all about like land use and the environment. And yeah. I just thought, oh, this is brilliant. You know, like I've gone vegan to help animals but also helps people and the yeah. planet as well it's like um, win-win I suppose pardon win-win yeah yeah okay cool and what 
I guess because you're a teenager back then, correct? Yeah. So what were you kind of, what was your career path at that stage? Were you kind of not even thinking about having a vegan company? You're just kind of like, I'll just do what I want to do kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, nothing, it was a long time. Yeah. I wasn't really thinking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't think in those days it would have been quite difficult to have had a <laughs> business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless you were maybe, I don't even know what vegan businesses would have thrived back then. Like Plam, you know, manufacturers like Plamel who've been around for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, that was 31 years ago. Um, yeah. What kind of struggles have you had during those 31 years? I think it must be easier now to find your vegan products. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, it was a lot harder then, um, and you didn't have as much choice of products. Um, it's always, I think it's always been fairly easy when like, you're in your own home. Yeah. Because you can just use, you know, basic ingredients, pulses and, um, you know, most, you know, basic things aren't like rice and pasta and all those sort of things. You could always get tofu and some sort of like type fake meat type stuff. Linda McCartney's been around quite a long time. Um, we used to sometimes make our own cheese back then out of mar using like margarine and uh, soy flour. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, you couldn't really get, but I think... In a way, you just sort of got, I've got used to not having those tastes. And so now I don't eat a lot of things like fake cheese. I'm not used to it. Yeah. Um, so but I think it's always been like eating out and other people's attitudes that have been the harder thing. And I think that is what I would say. It, it, living in a non-vegan world is the hardest thing about being vegan. It's yeah. not actually being vegan in itself. Yeah, and it's slowly kind of changing now that people are like, oh, I actually know what that word means. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a big difference. People just didn't know what it meant or, you know, if you were eating out, they had no idea. Okay, cool. So that was, yeah, as we said, 31 years ago. Did you notice any change in your own personal like health or anything like that when you went vegan or not really? Um... I mean, you were obviously came really, from vegetarian, so you weren't heavy. Yeah, and I was quite food. young anyway, so yeah, I didn't really notice any any big change okay. at the time. Cool. So let's talk about your company, Vegan Tuck Box. How did that yeah. start, and why did you kind of start it? Um, so it was it's five. We just had our fifth anniversary. Yeah, this month actually. So it's five years ago almost to the day. Yeah. And um, I started it with um, Kelly, who's the other co-founder. And I knew her because we'd, we both met when we were living in London and we'd been involved in vegan campaigning there. Um, first of all, like doing food fairs. And then we started doing um, vegan pledges uh, where we encourage people to go vegan for a month. Because as I said, that, that helped me. Yeah. Um, as a goal so I thought you know it would help other people and they could see how easy it was um, so, we, so we were doing that but what we found one of the biggest barriers people found was um, snacks on the go and mm -hmm. having things like that that they could just take to work or you know if they, like, as I was saying before it's quite easy when you're at home but when you're out it can be more difficult and also like treat foods although like you can make really nice vegan meals sometimes it was harder to find like especially like sort of milk chocolate type things so that's why we thought of setting up the vegan tuck box we both um independently moved up to yorkshire 
Um, she's in Sheffield. I'm in home first, if you've heard of it. Um, I mean, I and, haven't, uh, but I'm sure people yeah, have. <laughs> yeah. So we both, you know, wanted to, to do, do um, a job, have a business that we really believed in. And we thought this would help, you know, continue what we've been doing, help people to go vegan. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was five years ago. So five years ago, it would have yeah. been harder to find samples to put into your boxes, I assume. Yeah, um, there is. There are more things now. Um, we import things sometimes from other countries, especially Germany, where yeah. they have like a good selection of vegan foods. But there's a lots, lots of good uh, UK products as well now to put in. Okay. And what were you guys doing before? Like in terms of your, did you have your own business before that? Or um, no. Well, no. Kelly uh, worked for Animal Aid. Um, immediately before I was like just a full-time mum mm-hmm. um, as well as doing campaigning what well, I have um, have had another vegan business which was um, I used to be involved in a, a vegan co-op cafe called Pogo Cafe in London which is now called Black Cat Cafe oh I know that um, one. yeah you know it yeah so yeah. I was involved it wasn't my personal business but I was involved in that as part of a co-op yeah and other than that I've done like counseling support type work for different things okay cool so it almost sounds like you had the original idea for beginnery because you kind of see well, we did what? actually but I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they they um copied it off us as such but yeah we did because we did the first vegan pledge in 2009 yeah no am i right 2000 no no so, yeah was it 2000 i'm sorry i'm not very good with dates but yeah it was um no, 2008, because it was 10 years ago this year in January. <laughs> but it was a, like an event where people came to rather than Online, um, social media. And I, I don't know, I mean, I think Veganuary came up with the idea themselves, but it did, it did directly um, inspire the Vegan Society to do their pledge. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So just on Vegan Tackle Box, because I've obviously had a subscription box. Yeah. People that don't know what is actually in there like describe like the main i think the main one that i have is the is the the bigger one so it's actually like box. yeah it's like tw- is it like 12 kind of samples of treats in there is that yeah kind of- it's 10 to 10 to 13 products um and it's um a mixture of things we always put some chocolate in because as we said that that's what people Love. <laughs> yeah, yeah and like of course yeah um, so it'd be a mixture of sweet and savory things always different products every month um and we usually have one thing that's like um a cooking item or like this oh no i was going to say what we've got in this month but i think not everyone's got them yet so i don't want to do a spoiler <laughs> um yeah. but yeah cooking or something you might spread um you know that kind of thing um you know usually some different crisp and we try and find things that are like you know unusual and that you can't necessarily get in the shops yeah. um and we have we have gift boxes as well so you can just order a one-off box and we also have um letter boxes so they're like the smaller ones that just yeah fit through your letter box um that we have like a healthy one a mixed one and a chocolate one of those so we have like different boxes to suit different budgets and tastes and lifestyles yeah, that's cool. Like when the first one I got, they had these vegan gummy lollies in it and I have not been able to find them anywhere else in the shop. I'm like, where are they? Uh, they were so, <laughs> so good. And I was like, I need yeah, to find they're them. good, aren't they? 
Okay, it's cool. quite so, a new product, so you might see them coming into the shops. Okay. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. If it's a sample, you're like, is it actually going to be in the shop soon? Yeah, um, it should be in some shops. They are new. They are available, but I guess it sometimes takes time to trickle through. Okay, cool. So would you, I guess, do you think there's kind of parallels between taking the first step in starting your own business, like being an entrepreneur, as there is trying to go vegan or like kind of going on any different lifestyle journey like do you think there's parallels between those two things um i think well in some ways they're opposite because i think vegan going vegan is a lot easier than most people think it is and i think starting up your own business is harder than you think it's going to be um but um i suppose yeah there are some parallels like it both seem daunting at first and they leap into the unknown but they get bring many unexpected rewards and benefits Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also in my case, both of them came from a passion for doing something I believe in. So, yeah, similar in that respect. And I think motivation is key to both, really, to keep you going. I think like people sometimes say, oh, you know, it must have been difficult back then to be vegan. And it was in some ways, but I was very motivated. So I didn't really want to eat non-vegan food. So I think that's the key, really, the basis of, of both. Yeah, having the correct mindset. And I think that's what yeah. that's worth doing. Just remember yeah. why yeah. you're doing it. And the same with that, I remind myself with my vegan clients that are trying to like lose weight or be healthier. It's like if you really, really want to change, then you'll find this easy. If you don't, then you're gonna find it difficult. Like if you have yes. that motivating factor. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. So when we do like a vegan pledge and we i I'm still involved in an organization called the Vegan Approach where we do the talks at festivals. Um that's what we start with is we've got 10 steps to going vegan and motivation is the first one, yeah. finding out more about the different reasons for going vegan. Yeah. And do you think a lot of people are choosing to go vegan more for health reasons than the animal kind of thing? Um, I think it's, but I think all three reasons are Quite you know, different things for different people. Cause I think, um, you know, when I say all three, I mean, animals, health, environment, obviously there's been a lot, publicity about the benefits of a plant-based diet so I think that is inspiring people but um, a lot of younger people are going vegan as well who might not be as interested yet in health and there's social media I think has done a lot to raise awareness about the you know animal issues and the environment as well so I think it's it's a mixture. Yeah I think for me personally like when I first went vegan it was because my girlfriend was vegan and she was going for the animals and my education of like being a nutritionist back 10 years ago when I learned how to do it, they told me that being vegan was not a good healthy decision. And I was like, you know what, Emily, my partner is doing it. She seems like she's loving it. I'm going to try it and see what yeah. happens exactly the same way. And then I felt, you know, good. And I was like, well, if I can feel good and not put animals into like be responsible for animal yeah. suffering, then why the hell would I not do this? Exactly. Yeah. And there's been a lot of studies now that show the benefits as well. Yeah, as long as I think as long as people are eating mostly whole foods and not just vegan yeah. foods, then it's going to be win-win yeah. for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That kind of. But thing. even if you're eating junk foods, probably be better to be eating junk vegan junk food than lots of dairy products. You know, lots of you yeah. know, if you're going to eat junk foods, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's better to eat whole foods, but it's probably better to eat vegan junk food than non-vegan junk food. 
yeah, well, that's what I say to everybody is, you know, you can still have junk food. You just have to make sure that you're yeah. balanced with all the, the plants as well. Yeah. Um, while we're on the subject, so what kind of things do you do to kind of keep yourself fit and healthy? Because, of course, you must have to try all of the samples that you get in yeah. the <laughs> So what kind of <laughs> Yes, exactly. Well, um, I can't say. I probably need your services, actually. I can't say I'm the most <laughs> fit and healthy vegan. Um, Kelly, as I said, was mentioned earlier she does vegan running so she's very uh fit but i do i do like um yoga and yeah. where i live is very beautiful countryside so i like walking walking in the countryside um i like cooking so i do you know use a lot of fresh um ingredients and you know, foods, basically. and yeah and i like i enjoy like what i call naturally vegan food you know pulses and nuts and yeah all that kind of stuff um so yeah i think and even though you know as i said i don't claim to be the healthiest when i've had my like over 40s health check they've always been really surprised by how low my cholesterol is yeah well, how, 31 31 years it should should show yeah it's 3.1 or something yeah, and below least. five is normal isn't it yeah so yeah um and the ratio of the good to bad it's very is, good um, yeah and that's the yeah. important thing as well yeah so i think it's quite easy to be healthy vegan as long as like you say it's mainly um whole foods you eat non-processed foods and getting an adequate supply of b12 is important yeah exactly yeah so going back to the tuck box what's been your favorite thing that you're featured on it? oh that's difficult to say <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the chocolate um yeah. I like the, a lot of people really love Vigo, don't they? But I like the iChoc chocolate. Yeah. Um, Vigo is the, the, they do a hazelnut trying with chocolate, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good yeah. too. Um, the Koo bonbons are good. I don't know if you've had those. I've only had one box and I don't think uh, Okay, yeah, they're like um, sort of caramels. So actually it's not a spoiler, I think, because it has been <laughs> on social media. There's a new the German, They're the German ones, were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool all right so what do you think and i think this is probably an obvious kind of question but what do you think is going to be the future of veganism um well it's difficult to predict the future isn't it um especially at the the moment with things being quite crazy but i mean the change in the last few years in terms of vegan options is just incredible um people's attitudes we were talking about earlier a lot more positive um so you know it's becoming easier and easier and the growing awareness that we've talked about of the benefits i think more and more people will go vegan um, and also animal farming isn't sustainable so we need to move towards a vegan yeah you know, have a good life save the planet um but but i think we have there's a lot of work to do to build a vegan future it's not a case of oh it's just going to happen um, although there's, you know, there are all these positive signs, there's still like 70 billion animals killed every year for food. So I don't think we can get complacent and that doesn't include fish. So I think everything we can do to promote veganism in any way we can, even if that's just talking to people or, you know, yeah. educating on, people, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, we need to work towards a vegan future. We can't expect it just to happen. Yeah. And have you seen, obviously, the acceleration of more people being vegan or plant-based? Have you kind of seen that affect your business? Or do you think that you're 
business has become a bit more successful at the same time that now social media or Instagram is kind of accelerated as well? Uh, yeah, I would say it has. Um, I suppose on the sort of the other side of it, there's obviously more choices for people to go out and buy things in shops now. So it does balance it out a bit. But obviously, yeah, there's more 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 interest and more customers. Um, and of course, I, I don't I don't begrudge there being more things in the shops because you know, as well as my business being successful, I want like veganism to be successful. Yeah, for sure. And that's like the big picture that everybody, yeah, I yeah. think that is vegan focuses on and wants. Um, yeah. What advice would you give to people that are thinking of or have just started their own kind of vegan business or any business for anything in that, for that matter? Um, well, just to um, keep going, listen to your customers. Um, obviously, social media is like very important now. So make sure you know what you're doing. Um, in terms of social media and um, try, you know, try different things. Um, and yeah, just keep your eye on what's going on in your area. Um, and obviously, you know, you need to sort of listen to your customers' needs, but sort of be true to yourself as well. Yeah, for sure. Did you, before you started, I know we kind of jumped back and forth, but did yeah, you... Sorry. Before you started, did you kind of get proof of concept? Like, did you make sure people actually wanted the thing that you thought people wanted or yeah. you thought that they wanted it? Yeah, we did like market research. Uh, we did, you know, like a survey before yeah. we started. And we've done that at various times as well. I mean, that's another good thing for anyone starting a business. Survey monkeys like free to use. Yeah. And there are other ones as well. Um, you can get 100 responses for free. So it's quite easy to do, like market research. Um, vegans tend to be quite interested in filling out these type of things, as long as you keep it short. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we've done that when we've, like, launched new products as well, like the letterbox, for example, just to see, you know, if people are interested in it and what sort of products they would, would be interested in. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, cool. Um, one question I ask everybody at the end of the podcast um, is how they feel about the word vegan. And the reason I kind of ask that is that some people I feel like they don't want to call themselves vegan, even though they kind of follow a hundred percent, you know, vegan. Yeah. They don't, you know, they may not be vegan in other aspects of their life and they don't want to be judged by the people that do. So how do you kind of feel about the word vegan? Uh, well, I feel positively about it, but I do feel it means more than just being on a plant-based diet. Yeah, and the reason behind it as well. Yeah, I feel like um, it's not a case of judging people. It's a case of what I believe in. Um, and, you know, it's not necessarily judging a person if you think their behaviour is wrong, <laughs> yeah. if that makes sense. Otherwise, none of us, you know would be vegan at all would we of course i think meat eating is wrong um but i think other forms of animal exploitation are wrong as well yeah for sure yeah um so I yeah i would say i mean we used to going back to what i was saying earlier about you know the changing veganism and we used to talk a lot about when we were organizing events whether we should call them vegan because like you know years ago it had such negative connotations but um the general feeling was that we needed to like reclaim the word and make it positive and I do think that's happened now because I think people feel you know to me the word people feel much more positively about the word now that it's a good thing that it's healthy that it's 
you know, um, progressive, that shows you've got good values rather than, you know, your weird hippies or something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think um, as long as people know the real reason of what, or the real definition of vegan and people kind yeah. of educate them if they use it, because I think a lot of people do use it incorrectly it's like yeah i'm yeah. vegan but then you can you know they're still wearing leather shoes or something like that yeah and i, I mean obviously we're all we're, you know it's a tr there is a transition period but yeah if they, they're continuing to buy leather yeah yeah and i think if they just say i follow a vegan diet that's yeah probably a bit better use yeah they're more you know plant-based but they're still doing it because yeah. they care about the animal welfare yeah um, as well as their own health as well and the environment and everything like that Cool. Um, so obviously people listening might want to know how they can get their hands on one of your boxes or yeah. people that have their own businesses might want to know how they can get their product featured in one of your boxes. So how would they do those? those um, so yeah, just go to our website, which is www.vegantookbox.co.uk. Um, obviously to subscribe or buy a one-off box. Um, the same really for anybody who wants to get a product in because you can, um, just go to the contact us form and, and go through there. Yeah. And you also send your boxes, not just the UK, like worldwide, correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. As far as New Zealand, do you think? Yeah. I mean, we don't ship, we do ship to New Zealand and Australia and um, America, we don't, America, Europe. We don't, there are some countries that we don't ship to because we've had problems there, but yeah, all the, yeah. Yeah, it's not to do with distance. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, we do have customers, subscribers in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, because maybe if I move back to New Zealand, I still want to make sure I can get my vegan yeah, box, yeah. right? <laughs> so it's actually it's actually quite a cool name. I do really like it. Oh, good. It sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, cool. Well. I mean, I think that is everything. So thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and kind of sharing thank the story. You for me. That's all right. I mean, it's good to hear um, your own personal story and the way that you kind of set up and it shows that everybody is you know everybody's journey is different and we're all yeah. kind of normal and we all kind of you know have these things and worries and you know motivations as well so yeah thank you for that and i hope people listening have kind of taken some value from this episode and i will leave it there so i will talk to you soon okay thank you and that's all for today guys Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Of course, we'll see you next week. If you have questions or want to find out more information about working with me, check out my Instagram at thevegan underscore coach, my website, thevegancoach.org, or just check out my Facebook page. Have a great day and see you next week.